You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Maybe I'm crazy, but uh, more people need to uh, to fight. More at a, at a young age, yes. <laughs> I just spit. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> More people need to fight. The world would be a different place. I, I, I agree. I mean, sometimes you just gotta know what it feels like right. to have hands yes. put on. Violence then, isn't the answer; it's the catalyst. No, too, yeah, it, it's. We'll explain, right. but uh, just <laughs> trust me. We'll get to it later. Maybe I'm Casey. Maybe I'm Casey. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not. Welcome to the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast. I'm Joy Taylor. That's Brandon Newman. Hola. Uh, hope you guys are having a great day. Thanks for joining us. Arash Markazi of the LA Times joins yes. us. He is going to talk uh, lots of free agent stuff mm-hmm. and Zion. And we have very important questions to ask him about the Lakers drama because yes. we need answers around mm-hmm. here. We need answers. And he so has we, the power to ask us questions. He, he does. Yes. So we have we put in our bid because neither one of us are reporters. And uh, like I said, I can't be a part of that of that situation because I will they'll get they'll kick me out. Yeah. I can't mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk about the NBA's villains. Yes. Are there any the best NBA do? Duo, uh, Zion, hot dogs, which I hate. Uh, there's new, some New Jerseys available if you're into <laughs> buying New Jerseys. Um, Westbrook haters are on losers. Pod Tom has resurfaced, which is you important. A very, very important culture report mm-hmm. this week. And of course, what I mentioned a few moments ago, which is that uh, people who, you know, go around looking ice cream. They haven't had the same experiences as the rest of us, right. which is why they do that. Yeah. We'll get to that later. But mm-hmm. let's start with Arash Markazi. All right, Arash Markazi, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Yes, for having uh, me. You've been in the building many times, but you mm-hmm. haven't you haven't blessed this the podcast awesome. room This is like yet. a secret room I've never been. Yes, it is a secret. It's a very room. exclusive club. <laughs> yes. We like when people come in and compliment this room closet yes. that we're in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do like it. It yeah, is. It's important it. because it, it didn't always look this way. No. <laughs> yeah. No. It's, yes. it's developed like, over time. Who created this? Who put this together? It was a collaborative effort. We all got ideas. We have the most important moment in um in Heat fan history oh, behind me there. Ray oh, on the yes. shot. Uh-huh. Ashley, our producer, is a mm-hmm. uh, Spurs fan, so she has ah. to look at that every day and yeah. suffer. Um, but it was a great moment. Yeah. But there's a lot going on in the NBA yes. right now, especially here in LA, and you are plugged in, so we have lots of questions for you. Right. Uh, starting with. I mean, who's the better team on paper right now, the Clippers or the Lakers? Because that's what everyone's talking about. I was looking at that today. I like the team that the Clippers have because the core group comes back. They almost won 50 games last year, so you're bringing back Lou Williams and Montrezl Harrell and Patrick Beverly, and so like that's a tight-knit group. Whereas the Lakers... You're bringing back some guys, but it's a very new team. So on paper, they, they actually did a really good job. Because I remember I, I was on the show and I said, if the Lakers don't get Kawhi, they're, they're in a really tough spot. Like, like the guys that they could have potentially signed are now gone. They recovered pretty well. But going into this season, and Las Vegas agrees with me, and I always feel good when Las Vegas agrees with me, mm-hmm. that's the favorite. The Clippers are the favorite, but the Lakers are right behind them. So it's a beautiful moment in Los Angeles sports because they've never both been good at the same time. Either the Lakers are winning championships and the Clippers are the worst team in the league, or the Clippers are a playoff team and the Lakers are the worst team in the league. Mm. So, like, we've never really had both teams not only be good at the same time, but could potentially could be, like, the top two, top two teams in the league. So, I'm very excited for this upcoming season. I 
don't know what to make of what the Lakers have done. Like you mentioned, they put some shooters around. Yeah. There's some sneaky mm-hmm. moves there. But here's the thing. LeBron has a bit of a reputation with first-year coaches. Yeah. Everyone was a little nervous about how that whole coaching search went. It was yeah. very dramatic for all of us. We're still <laughs> recovering. Okay, But now the real work starts, right? Yeah. Like They put together all these pieces around him. I mean, what what it, what is the situation Here's with the one thing putting I can, all that in, in place? The one thing that I know for sure will happen, there will be a coaching controversy at some point because this is a, a new group of guys. And so at some point they're going to struggle. They're going to have a lull where they go five of five or they're going to struggle. Right. And when that happens, um, you're going to look at the bench and it's like Jason Kidd who wanted this job, Lionel Hollins who wanted this mm. job. These are not Frank Vogel's guys. Right. So they've created this very, like unique situation where uh, those are two coaches who want to still be head coaches, and LeBron has a better relationship than he with them than he does with for Frank Vogel. So I like Frank Vogel. He's been put in a very tough spot here because those are not his guys. Those are right. not his assistant coaches that they that he brought with him. So if they struggle, I feel bad for Frank because they're not going to trade anyone. I don't think or cut anybody. So the quickest solution is the head coach. So. We shall see. Yeah, um, I mean, we were all nervous about that when it happened. But yeah. then on the other side of it, you have the Clippers, who weirdly have a history of being very dysfunctional, yeah. and they're the more stable organization, at, at least as of late. They're, sta- like you mentioned, they're favored right now, but they have pieces around them that I think cha- have more of an identity than the Lakers. Like, the Lakers, yeah. to me, have no identity. I don't know yeah, what they, they are. Put, I don't know what yeah. they'll be. But the Clippers, <laughs> yeah. to me... Are coming. Well, I mean, you, you have Kawhi Leonard, who's Finals MVP, coming yeah. off a championship, mm-hmm. and Paul George, who was third place def- yeah. defensive player of the year, and they were a defensive team. When I think of the Clippers, I think of uh, obviously a lot of offense in Kawhi and Paul George, but also also just a very tough team. Yeah, you know, when I look at that that playoff run last year in the post conference, the the post game press conference up in the podium was always Patrick Beverly. Montrez and Lou. And that was sort of like the heart and soul of that team. Mm-hmm. That the fans really, really kind of loved because they were the opposite of Lob City. They didn't make excuses. Yeah. Right, they right. played really hard. And so they're bringing that group back. So you know that they're going to play together. Mm-hmm. They're going to be tough. And that's a great point, Joe. That they, they brought two of the best defensive players. Not only two of the top players, two of the best defensive mm-hmm. two-way players. Here's also the fascinating thing about that. Those are two local kids who we always thought. You grew up in Los Angeles. If you grew up in Los Angeles, you know it's a Lakers town. The past two summers, both those guys... How, I mean, uh, Paul George last summer, Kawhi this summer, turned down the Lakers mm-hmm. and preferred the Clippers. It's a fascinating sort of look at what the Clippers have done now because, I mean, you could look at what they were, right. but those days are done. You got Steve Ballmer, Jerry West, Doc Rivers. I mean, it is a new team. And for two kids who grew up in Los Angeles, and I'm not saying that they grew up wanting to play for the Lakers, but they knew the dynamic. Of the Clippers-Lakers. Yeah, yeah. and they were like, you know what? I'm good with the Lakers. Paul George didn't even meet with Magic Johnson last year. He did not even have a sit-down. At least Kawhi, and you could say how serious was he? At least he took a meeting with them. Paul George didn't even do that. Well, there's the circus that surrounds LeBron, obviously not being his fault, just all eyes on him since he got into the league. I've been saying that this down year that the Lakers have had this past year with LeBron's injury, with all the injuries yeah. that happened, the fight first game of the season oh, the Houston, with the yeah. Houston Rock. You know, it was just a, a off-year period. But I think LeBron is setting himself up to do 
the unthinkable with making sure the Lakers are the number one franchise in the NBA as well as in LA. Yeah. With Kawhi being there. And he can take a misfit toys, a bunch of misfit toys like he had last season. Yeah. But this these are the guys that he picked finally. And, and he also has to get past whatever coaching quarrels yeah. are going to come with Frank Vogel. Yeah. And the other thing is he has a bunch of unique pieces and parts, but he also has one of the top five players in the game. And I think we always have to forget that because like the first p- bit of news fans are saying, oh, they, they didn't get Kawhi. Like, they didn't get Kawhi, but they got Anthony Davis. Right. So in my view, when he's healthy, he's one of the top five players in the game. So you have two of those players there. That's huge. I also like this new LeBron being like, you could have my 23. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be point guard. I'm going to be facilitator. Like, I'm going to be more of like the captain and... He knows he's not going to be playing forever, maybe two more years, three, four tops. But uh, I like this new LeBron as a facilitator, point guard. I don't need to be 23. Mm-hmm. Um, this will be a good season for him, I think, because he's had more rest than he's had in a long yeah. time. Yeah, that's forever. Change everything. Mm-hmm. So another big story out there right now is Russell Westbrook. It's being reported now that he has kind of been wanting out for a while, it's basically since their first round exit. Um, I'm crossing fingers for the Miami Heat. I have no idea. Well, I mean, basically, it would have to be a three-team trade. Yeah. Uh, something possibly involving the Mavericks moving Goran Dragic's contract in order for him to get there. But I never doubt the Godfather, Pat Riley. However, Houston would be very interesting, mm-hmm. also. And I'm kind of tough on Houston just because you know I'm just not into regular season championships. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if that's what you are, cool, but own that. And it's yeah. like they're championship contenders every year, but it's like you do the same thing every year. It's all about numbers and that doesn't equal championships in the end. You got to make the big plays in the big spots. It comes down to situational basketball and that's just not yeah. what I see with the Rockets. Where do you think How he should end up and what would be the better fit? Chris Paul though. Would he I be think Chris Paul would have to be a part move. of the deal yeah. or part of yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Here's the unique thing about this uh, trade with Westbrook. They will not get as much for Westbrook as they got for Paul George, and here's mm. why. The, the Thunder knew that this was that was not just a trade for Paul George. Like, they needed to get Paul George to get Kawhi. So, like, that, you know, five first-round draft picks, right. and, you know. Uh, the Westbrook thing is also, like, his contract is, is kind of like, you know. So, I mean, they might just end up getting, like, a couple of the first-round picks. Mm. Crazy as that sounds. I like the Miami thing because that could be his team um and obviously you know who doesn't want to play in miami joy as you know it's a beautiful place to live so i i don't know how the houston dynamic would work i i don't love that unless they can figure out a a package of trade i mean a a package of players and picks there but um yeah houston's gonna be such a fascinating team going into this season because they all know that they were trying to trade that entire team to get jimmy butler and that didn't happen so um yeah, I, I don't like the makeup of the Houston situation. Well, Daryl Morey has been on record saying he's trying to chase a Golden State Warriors team that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And they're trying to run it back with this exact same team that's just, what, beat the Houston ja- or Utah Jazz yeah. last two years in a row. And Daryl Morey's been on record saying that he wants to, the best players on the same court and figure out the, the rest out. Yeah. He could possibly think that Westbrook just added to that roster. I think so. Like it's like it's like, you know, like if you were to say like I just want like the top like, you know, the top three players that are right. in the league. Which is by the way, like what Rob Polinka tried to do. Like when they cre- mm. when they created that max slot and they're like, should they split it up? I was like, there's zero percent chance like that's what they created the max slot for. Like when they created that max slot, it was for Kawhi. Right. Mm. Like it was not to go after like D'Angelo Russell right. and uh, like no. Now they didn't get him so they had to do what they had to do. Um but no. I I think what we've seen with the Warriors 
and with the heat before that, like get the best players you can, best three or four, and then after that you can worry about the rest. Like you want a good team, but if you at the end of the day come playoff time, if you have two or three of the best players in the world, you're gonna have a good chance to yeah, win. Yeah, I mean you need talent, yeah. but like I don't know, I'm just overall just always underwhelmed with how they perform in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Like during the regular season, they're so fun, and then it comes playoff time, and you know Houston Rocket fans hate me, but you know what? I, look, it's you guys, you are you're old rappers. <laughs> And that's, was, I mean, at me, you, you are. But what Kawhi did was kind of interesting because, you know, you look at the West and everyone kind of doesn't really have an idea. Like, they should be at the top, but nobody really knows. To me, I think the East is the exact same way. Oh. I mean, I don't I don't have a particular faith in anyone at the top of, of the East. Like, Milwaukee, cool, but... I mean, I don't know, the Sixers could put it together. Yeah. Like, the, I, I really think they people are, yeah. are underestimating yeah. the Celtics tremendously because I think Kemba... Mm. Is going to be huge for them and will fit with Brad Stevens uh, even better. But did what Kawhi do kind of neutralize the NBA? It did. So now you go into next season, like I would say a third of the league. Like I could say 10 teams have a legitimate chance. Like right. if they say, okay, if this goes our way, like we have a really good chance, which we haven't seen in a long, long time. I mean, 10 teams. Right. Um, what it also did was prove that it doesn't matter, like, you know, you got two more years on your contract or this guy might be available in 2021. Paul George just got traded. He has three years left on his deal. Like, I think this shows the power of the player, which I think is, like, a fantastic thing. Like, if a player mm -hmm. wants to join a friend in Los Angeles, and again, as long as that team can do well in that trade. Like, you would hate to, to see a player want to get traded and then they only get, like, a first-round pick or something. Right. I think in the situation of New Orleans and um, OKC, they got a lot of picks. They got a great package of uh, players and picks. So, um... But it shows that doesn't matter. Like, if two guys want to play together, I mean, that the, the whole Paul George dynamic of that is so fascinating to me because he was never even someone that I thought was a possibility. Of, right. And so it was the quietest trade demand mm -hmm. and quickest trade turnover from, like, I want to be traded. Okay, hold on. Let's get these picks. You know, it was amazing. But he had a four-year deal. Like, it, I guess yeah. my, my mindset is you can't look at the landscape at all and predict anything no. because someone can call someone, someone can text someone, and then throw out, a whole whatever year's worth of planning that the front office yeah. is doing just because two guys want to link up finally. Yeah. And speaking of, like, picks and stuff, the Celtics, going back to your point, they, they didn't make a move, so they have a lot of, like, players and picks, and I think they're one player away, and I don't know who that player might be, but at some point during the course of the season, it's mm. like, all right, we're the three seed, but if we make this move right here... Yeah, I think there's well, going to be a trade made yeah. during the season that's going to change the landscape of a while. I mean, D'Angelo Russell yeah, is, sure, like, some point, is yeah. a factor that we're, yeah. we're all going to be watching. So you mentioned the Pelicans there. Um, I'm very high on the Pelicans this year. I think that, well, I think they're, they're going to win a championship sooner than people think. Um, but I mean, everyone's wow. everyone's watching Zion. I, I was just, okay, alright, look like it's going to I don't know who it's going to be this year. I don't know who it's going to be this year. And then it's, and then it's yeah. Brooklyn, and then LeBron like, year three or four. Alright, LeBron. Zion couldn't Zion. finish a summer Okay, so that's game. what I'm asking. You were there at the game. Yeah. Um, it was like standing room only, yes, chaos, mania. Um, in the nine minutes he played, yeah, <laughs> what, what, it was, it was fun, right? Minutes, like, what did you see from Zion? I just love the people watching a summer league because, like, LeBron was their courtside to watch him, and like, it was packed house. Mm -hmm. And during like the warm ups, everyone was like just taking pictures of Zion. I mean, he is a celebrity, like as we know, just like the 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 name and who he is and everything. Um, 
I'm not sold on him being the next LeBron, and that's like a high. I mean, that's a huge mark to right. to right. hit. So, but if he is, then yeah, they have a chance. But um, this is why I always love that trade for the Lakers. A, you're getting an established top five player, and the three players. Now the draft picks, we'll see what they make of those picks. But um, I like all three of those guys. I like Lonzo. I like Brandon Ingram, and mm-hmm. I like Josh Hart. None, none of them, in my view, is going to be a superstar to, to to be one of the top ten players in the league. I don't think they they could be, and I hope they prove me wrong because right. I do like them personally. But that's why it wasn't like they were treating away a guy who was like, "Oh man, he just made his first All Star game. Right. He was third team All NBA or something like that." Mm-hmm. It was like they're good players, but if you have a chance, you know, to get one of the top five players in the game, like you have to make that move. Um, I'm high on New Orleans moving forward. Like, do you think they'll make the playoffs this upcoming season? Oh, no, season? I don't know what's no. going to happen. The West yeah. is too yeah. close, and I think there's I, I think there's teams that we are f- kind of overlooking because they didn't do anything dramatic or they're just, in general, not very debatable yeah. or discussable. We don't know like, what Dallas Den- is going to do. Like Denver yeah. and yeah. Utah, and like everyone's forgetting that Portland is still Portland, yeah. and they added his song Whiteside. Utah White and Denver are, like, smart plays. Because, like, if you go to, like, a Vegas sports book, it's, like, the Clippers, it's, like, the Lakers. They got to put some East teams, so it's, like, Milwaukee, Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. But I'm, like, I love Utah summer. I love what they did. And yeah. then the Nuggets are pretty good, too. Now, I'm not saying that they're going to win it, but, like, for a good value bet. Yeah, two, and, you know? and they have another year under their belt, mm-hmm. which, right. which, to me, like, the reason I didn't value them last year was, like, they have a good team, but, but they, they I think experience matters when you're going up against teams in the west like mm-hmm. that's just that is what it is like in the east i can i can buy that but even still like i always i picked the raptors from the from the beginning because the Ra- well, i picked leonard. the celtics originally but then i switched to the raptors very yeah. early because Kawhi leonard like yeah. and Kawhi leonard's been there done that and that that matters to me so was there anyone that stuck out to you uh at summer league not really because i really only wanted to watch that one game and it got cut short because of the quake um but summer league is so great just for like catching up with people mm-hmm. you know so there was this one moment during the game where it was um anthony davis and lebron and then like lonzo ball and josh hart came over just to kind of say hi and hug. i was like it's kind of a unique moment yeah. and uh and then the day after the clippers got Kawhi, it was like patrick Beverly and Lou Williams yeah, talking to like that. LeBron and like AD. So it's sort of your first glimpse into next season. Mm-hmm. And it's Vegas and it's the summer, so guys generally like to go there to do them hang out too. But yeah. it's, it's fun. Is there any concern about Zion? Because like it, it, he's, he's got to drop a couple pounds. Like it's just, it is what it is. And he's, I mean, look, he's, on, he's, co- he's got his college baby weight. Like he right. doesn't <laughs> really, realistically, he doesn't have his man body yet. Like which sounds crazy to, to say because he's ginormous yeah. and a uh, specimen um yeah. yeah they're doing construction somewhere outside just <laughs> yeah. so you know that's what that weird noise is the microphone picked it up and that's why we're acting normal um <laughs> but he's got to drop he's got to drop a little weight yeah. like it's too much torque that's always been the conversation and then of course he bumped knees and he's out you want to protect him but yeah. what's what's your biggest concern with zion moving forward in his career because to me my only concern is that he doesn't rely on his athleticism because once your body starts failing you, that's it. Like, you've got to, yeah. this is a skill league. Yeah. I mean, I think he's going to be a fantastic player. I think he'll be, um, you know, a top 20 player. I just don't get or see the LeBron comparison as much as some of the other people. I think he's very talented, and he obviously showed that at Duke in college and all that. But LeBron is, like, next level. And so I think if he can be LeBron, I love the Pelicans just because of what they've done. But I, I, I don't see him being that type of a player. Well, what type know. of NBA ceiling do you see for him possibly? I mean, he could be Charles Barkley, which is fantastic. Right. That's yeah. the Hall of Fame player. Yeah, of but, but that's not 
that's not like LeBron, which is like right. triple double and like can just do change the franchise. Yeah, so and championships. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> I mean, it is like he's, yeah. it, that that matters. All right. So before we let you go, you are very uh, connected with the Lakers. The Lakers soap opera was. I, I really can't. Entertaining. Remember, so it was entertaining. <laughs> it was amazing. It was, it was, it was like nothing. You couldn't write it. Like, yeah. and that's a say, that's a saying that you know is around Hollywood. But like, you literally could not write right. what happened over the past couple months. Has any of it been uh, cleaned up, or are we just no longer? We finally have able, been able to talk about actual basketball for a few minutes. So Magic is no longer there, and I loved Magic growing up as a player. So I hate to say, but like, it's been cleaned up because he's no longer there. He's sort of like this wild card figure that no one's gonna know what he's gonna say or do like the day that he resigned nobody knew everyone was blindsided by it and the day before he goes on first take Jeannie had talked to him and tell me what your concerns are no you know I have no problem with Rob everything's fine and then he goes on first take and says what he says and then not only does he go on first take and says what he says he told the Los Angeles Times like that same day but I still love the Lakers Rob's fine if they need my help in recruiting and I'm like wow like Ugh. what's the you know he messed up the quadrate well the whole the quiet thing I thought was fascinating because you're basically saying we all know he's very private doesn't want like anything public so as soon as Magic finds out that Kawhi wants to talk to him he tells the media that. And then, like, after they meet, he gives the media, like, a play-by-play of what they talked about. I'm like... Maybe Magic is a double agent. What the heck is going on with this guy? I just need someone to take this phone from him. Yeah. He's got a tweet, though. You understand? No, he, he must tweet. tweet. He, he must, must tweet. tweet. I mean, if, we, like if Magic doesn't tweet, will we know anything that happens in we the We wouldn't NBA? know the score of games. Yeah. We wouldn't no. get a congratulatory tweet. Uh, like no. one his, his Twitter is, uh, it should be in a museum. Like, My it's, favorite it's of his tweets is when, when he does like a corporate event. It's like, I want to thank you know Shell and Bank of America for having me speak to them. Like, okay, did they pay you for that, too? Like, what, a, yes. what, I mean, what does that tweet do for like anybody? What I'll never knock is like anything that he does to make money because he of course. Of, aside from yeah. being an, an amazing basketball player yeah. and and great at everything yes. uh, he he also knows Most how to make money annoying. okay so the fr- what, what does that mean <laughs> really rich people I can do without them I don't even know where to go with that um I disagree and and I hopefully will one day be rich so I hope to be there you go. Um, okay we've been uh, and maybe I maybe I missed the final like resolution of the story but it, it, I don't know. Just correct me if I'm wrong. What happened with the Rob Palinka? Uh, yeah. Oh, the what uh, happened with that? Yeah. What, did, what did that mean? Heath Ledger. What, Heath like, Ledger. There's, there's some, so here's I, what I'll I need say. the truth in. Okay, so that's a good question. Um, they cut the press conference for Frank Vogel short. That was a question that like we had some really? questions to get. Yeah. Wow. I got to figure out at what point that's a right, because it can't be like the first question. Right, right. So yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. there's going to be a press conference to like bring in the new players. This is why it would be I can't that was the be first a reporter question. because it absolutely Joy, would, would that be, be like, like your first question? Like, <laughs> why you lying, Ham? Like, yeah. uh, Joy Taylor, FS1, <laughs> what's happened with the the, <laughs> the speech, the genius talks, and where did it, where, who was it? Here's my cons- Here's my, my theory, right? Okay, yeah. so we don't have an answer then no, yet. We okay. don't. So we my don't. theory, yes. because I I refuse to believe that he just went up there and lied. Like, okay. I, I cannot, I, can yeah. I can't, it's hard yeah, yeah. for me to think that people are, could ever be that bold. So my theory, this is just a theory, yeah. is that he was telling the story and he really was talking, he really meant Christian Bale. 
Oh, it could be. And then he just said the wrong name. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And mm. and so so Kobe really did have dinner, yeah. but it was actually with Batman, mm. not the Joker. Okay. Is there a scenario that he just lied though? Like you that, that is on the board. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. Put it on lied, the board. But like okay. half the level of the lie. Right. Is what yeah. I'm, I, I'm thinking that it's the audacity of it. No, I'm thinking that Kobe. This is my theory. Kobe got director's cut early release yeah. of the film. Right. I see. Was watching it. Was traveling to New York. Was like, hey, he went up with that Heath Ledger. Palinka just being an agent and a yes man was like, oh yeah, you got it's, it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'll get you. A, I'll get you a dinner with him. Then did some digging. It's like, oh, he's dead. No pun intended for the digging. But <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like maybe it was just like a, yeah. an agent lie that he like forgot they, yeah. and told The Rock and the rest of the, of the okay, world. Okay, so the, the, so the, we have three things on the board. Just a lie. Just a lie. Just a lie. Investigation board yeah. right, to get to the bottom of this. Like, listen, why any investigative group is not all women to begin with is a mistake. Okay. <laughs> true. I can find out true, anything about anybody who's gonna be five minutes Shout and strong Wi-Fi. It's a wrap. Yeah. Okay. So true. first on the board, number one on the board is just, just a lie. Yeah. Number two is my theory that it was just the wrong the name. Wrong, yeah. yeah. Right. And which I which please let that be. Yes. And three is that it was a, in fact a lie, but he just forgot that he had lied to Kobe about it. Right. And then it just became like one of those things where like, yeah. okay, I lied about that. It's now the truth though. Right. Yeah. So then it just continued and he yeah. just forgot, like, oh, I did lie about that. It's yeah. definitely one of those three. <laughs> I yeah. like that we've like narrowed it down to one of three choices. I mean, it's just so bizarre. Like of all the crazy things that happen with the Lakers. <laughs> the most like, simplistic is number one like yeah. yeah it didn't happen but I thought it'd be a cool story and I'm in front of these guys I thought it'd be fun you know I just hope not yeah. um, well you do a great job of covering them uh, and the league and thanks for coming in and, and kicking in with us today we'll Good have you to get to the bottom soon. of that too yeah that was yeah that's gonna, that's the gonna, next that time I talk to Rob it's hard to find the right space you're good at going viral you might, that might get you <laughs> that viral that is the most that viral question. thing that could come from that I'm press conference you. I will that is a priority of mine to yeah, find out exactly what happened please I got I need answers that's the rock yeah Years ago, people hated LeBron in Miami for his dominance. Sure did. Then the Warriors for their dominance. Mm-hmm. But after Katie followed Kyrie to Brooklyn, Steph won't have Clay until February, and Kawhi and his fan club just moved to the Clippers. The NBA is finally balanced, but somebody has to be irrationally hated. Joy, the NBA's newest villain will be the Los Angeles Lakers. Quit it or quit it. I'm going to have to quit it because I just don't know that they're hateable. And and villains, you hate villains. And that said, the way that you set that up, really, I mean, Kawhi is Thanos. He brought balance to the NBA. One With the snap, snap. Of, snap of his very ginormous hands, yeah. he completely equalized everything across the NBA landscape and now we are walking through whatever that weird space valley thing <laughs> that Thanos was in you know yeah, the world yeah. has peace and we're trying to remember what it was like before that that's literally the space we're living in because no, look, I feel you. think of all of the teams that you could hate last year I mean you could hate the Lakers you yeah. could hate the Celtics mm-hmm. you know I mean nobody's gonna hate the Raptors mm-hmm. but, but you know I mean you, you could you could even hate um Westbrook and the yeah. Thunder, like uh, the Warriors, certainly the Rockets, the Warriors. Well, I, all she, day long. I mean, now I'm kind of talking to myself. And no, the Rockets aren't good enough to be villains. The Rockets aren't relevant enough to be hated. That's what I'm saying. There's yeah. no villain. Like Thanos, Kawhi is Thanos, and he's also just undefeatable. Like what he's done can't be undone. There Please. is no. Everyone's seen it, right? 
don't care. There is no <laughs> Iron Man to save the situation. It just doesn't exist. Shouts out to Spider Man. Oh, I so, at this point, I Black hope Captain America. I ruined it for you because <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. I can't wait. The Please say spoil or, or alert the, in the, this. The, the, oh my god. Oh. The nerve. I can't. Anyway, it's supposed to be on HBO. There is, <laughs> I think it actually might still be in theaters. Like it, it Loki might still be in theaters. Wow. Okay. Because people really love that movie. Uh, anyway. In games. Yeah. The point is, there's no villain. Like LeBron is the close. LeBron, LeBron and AD are the closest thing to it, and I just don't find them hateable unless you just ha- happen to hate LeBron. That's not who I'm talking about here. Like when yeah. you mention teams like the Heat. The Heat people hated the Heat. Yeah. Like they they hated the Heat so much, they made it seem like Miami was a bad place to live. Like it was laughable. We'd be down there like, <laughs> what are you talking about? That is, we literally live in paradise. Yeah. There's topless beaches. You can go across the street and order a delicious margarita and walk anywhere around this place Best with Cuban it. Best Cuban sandwiches you ever It's wonderful. Very Cuban hot though, very humid. It's very, oh wow. It's so, it's so hot. It's beautiful ocean and pools everywhere okay. you look, okay? Please dismiss it with it. I understand if you if you don't like a little bit of humidity, but let's let's stop acting like Miami is hell on earth. Okay. It, 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 that's how much people hated LeBron and and the Heat that they convinced themselves Miami was a horrible place. Okay, that's abs- I'll, that's I'll, an absurd that. thing. Yeah, okay, true, true like that. just stop and think about it for a second. It's a little uh, bit I mean, extra. I, the point is, there's no there's no comparison to the level of hate that the Miami Heat got. And there's True. not going to be any comparison to the people the way that people hated and root against the Warriors. Like people were yeah. actively rooting for any team who had a possible chance to beat the Warriors to beat the Warriors, and not even because they were really hateable. It was really hateable about them when KD went. Like, yeah, so, I mean, so so KD was 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 tired of people saying that he's not as good as LeBron because he didn't have a championship. And as it turns out, they actually needed him to win the championships because so. we saw what happened when he was injured. They yeah. lo- they lost to the Raptors, who by all accounts were uh, were the less the, the the least talented team in that situation. And they had one guy in Kawhi. One well, okay. one proven guy in Kawhi yeah. against the mighty Warriors. And KD's out and the Raptors are champions. So KD proved that he was necessary there. So when you really look back on it, like what were you really hating? KD was necessary there. Yeah. And so, Kawhi can't be hated either because I mean, even for Spurs fans, they got the redemption they wanted against the Warriors via Kawhi at the Raptors. And with him leaving too. Kawhi did not want to be with Spurs. He wanted to be with the Clippers. He's there now. In the meantime, he won a championship with the Raptors. And, I mean, there was a moment there where you probably felt like he might stay with the Raptors, but it, there's no feelings of animosity from anyone that he left the Raptors. No, It's not like how it was when LeBron left Cleveland and everyone was like, how could you ever leave Cleveland? Right. Like, yeah, it was, it's Cleveland. I mean, really? Yeah. That's that's what you're going with, right? Like, why why on earth would you want to do that? There's nothing going on like that, and and the Raptors couldn't be more classy about how they're handling his exit because yeah. it would be laughable for them to be angry at him. So this is my only issue with what what's happened. I need a bad guy, okay? I do because I, I root for the bad guy most of the time, <laughs> yes. and I I need I, I need to know who 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 are we all against so that I can be with them, and. <laughs> We, we, for the for the overall storyline of the NBA, it's going to be interesting because I don't see anybody when I look back. I don't see anybody that sticks out. Like man, everyone is going to be rooting for them to fail. It's part of our DNA. It's what we do. Yeah, no, people want Steph to win now a little bit. Like, and st- and honestly, the Warriors are the sleeper in all this. They're in the best position ever. They could not be in a better position. How? What you There's mean? No expectations. Nobody's yeah. talking about the Warriors. Yeah, it's true. 
Nobody expects and them to win. And they'll still be one of those eight seeds. Then we'll have to deal with them in oh, the playoffs. Oh, no, they will be when in the playoffs. They will yeah. be in the playoffs. That's and weird. they've got D'Angelo Russell. Like, it's 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 an interesting landscape now. Yeah. Kawhi is Thanos. Mm-hmm. What's next? The NBA went from the Justice League running-ish to a league full of Batmans and Robins. There's Bron and AD, Kyrie and KD, Kawhi and PG-13, Steph and Clay, Dame and CJ, Joel and Ben. The list of great duos goes on and on. Joy, LeBron and AD are going to be the best duo in the NBA with it or quit it. Um, I'm going to quit that. You, you quitting but this today. this also you know through Kawhi Thanosing the NBA he eliminated the uh, super teams right and now it you got you got to pick you got to pick your your team and it's it's going to be two guys and there's a lot of them I mean just the ones you mentioned then you've got Lamarcus Aldridge and Demar Derozan which mm. everyone always forgets because it's mm-hmm. Quite frankly, the Spurs. Yeah. Um, no disrespect, but that's no. what they do. And the Spurs don't do duos. They do all team stuff. They do. They're very yeah. much a team. Yeah. yeah, they do team things. They would they would push back on that on being a part of the duo. They'd want to be the outlier. They, they should. Yeah. Uh, Nick uh, Jokic and Jamal Murray, mm-hmm. James Harden, Chris Paul, which, which may end up being James Harden, Westbrook, mm-hmm. uh, Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, Victor Oladipo, Malcolm Brogdon, Kemba Walker, Jason Tatum. Like it's. It's hard to pick, but I am going with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. I got to go with Kawhi because he, he, he's finals MVP. He's Kawhi. He carried the Raptors to that championship, and he's just coming in with the most momentum, period. And Paul George Paul George showed, showed his value last year. Yeah. He was in the MVP conversation mm-hmm. last year. He was with Russell Westbrook on his team. Third place in Defensive Player of the Year voting. They're going to be incredible on defense, and they're both – Great scores, and it's not a discredit to LeBron James and Anthony Davis. But look, I keep saying it: LeBron is coming off his first major injury. I'm sure he's going to come back in perfect health. It's LeBron; he takes excellent care of his body. But I don't know what I'm going to see from the two of them, and who knows what's going to happen with Kuzma? What if Kuzma takes a major step up? We know how LeBron is with bigs. Like things, things could rotate in that. In that lineup, things could look differently. So I'm not saying that LeBron is no longer a great player. Of course he is. For some reason, Lakers fans think I hate the Lakers, which is so weird to they me. Think, but they think that your hate for LeBron trickles I don't over hate to LeBron. Mm. I don't hate LeBron. I told you, I surrendered my hatred for LeBron okay. when he came to the Lakers. As soon as he left Cleveland, I, can, I, could, I could shed myself of my hatred for him leaving Miami, which yeah. I have. I have no hate for LeBron whatsoever. I would like to see him win a championship while, while he's here in Los Angeles. Do I think that's going to happen? No, I don't. If I'm being frank, I really don't. I don't see it. Like I'm not wishing against that. I think it'd no, be a, an amazing story. It would be the ultimate Hollywood story for everything in the chaos and insanity that the Lakers were last year. The absolute disaster to then turn it around and win a championship within the next two years would be an inc- incredible story, and a, sure. a magnificent ending to the career that LeBron James has had. This is what LeBron James is. His whole narrative has been storybook from the beginning. All of these things, winning, bringing a championship to Cleveland, even. Is the impossible is possible with LeBron, and that's why he has followers that will follow him and have the faith in him through this whatever seventeen game. Yeah, because I, I really think that doing this is going to be like walking on water. Uh, it's not that bad. Now, I'll I say, mean, you were you leading are, listen, me to that no, listen, dramatic ending. I looked at the these are the uh, the duos in their current like points per game together. Paul George and Kawhi are leading. 54.6 points. Right. LeBron James, AD, right behind 53.3 points. James Harden, Clint Capella, actually, 52.7 points. 
Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, 50, uh, 49.8. But my what I'm trying to say is, though, LeBron James as a point guard, I think LeBron James' biggest goal this season is going to be winning, giving, getting KD to win the MVP. Like, he's going to try to get one of his teammates to win. Oh, shit. I can't do this. Listen, I'm the all-strict old thing. I quit. No, you know what I'm saying? I, he's going to try to, and that's dangerous. Who knows what LeBron James can do? Name the point guard. He's always actually been a point guard, but him actually having the ball in his hands. It's going to be very interesting. I, I'm just, I'm going with the obvious pick in this spot because we're, we're going off paper right now, and that's that's what I think. But it's it's going to be interesting to see. And, and this is why I keep talking about Kevin Durant. Like, Kevin Durant is in the Kawhi seat right now mm-hmm. because he's going to be gone for a year. He's going to be out of sight, out of mind. Everyone's going to have revisionist history on how how good really was he when he was available. Do you... I, I, I feel like we need to examine it. We went through the whole thing with Kawhi and Kawhi is not going to be the same player and why did he leave the Spurs? And he proves everyone wrong. And that's exactly what Kevin Durant is going to do. I really think everyone is underestimating that situation in Brooklyn. When he's available. When he's available, which is a while from now. Hear ye, hear ye. Sexist men are petty. I agreed. Thank you. Agreed. That's the correct answer. Agreed, you <laughs> dirty men. Continue, I'm sorry. Um, all right, shout out to the U.S. Women's National Team. Uh, fourth World Cup, a big deal. That's what we do. Iron stars, um, you know. Yes, uh, they are amazing. They beat the Netherlands to nothing. Megan Rapino, amazing. Rose Lavelle, amazing. And now they're touring the world, and it's just one big party, as it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also expected, because they're the greatest, yeah. and they do wonderful things, and they're all uh, beautiful and smart and incredibly talented, and they should probably just get paid equally, which is obviously the conversation that we've all moved into. Actually, we didn't all move into it. The stadium decided to move into it before yeah. they left. Uh, equal pay, chance in the stadium, which is pretty revolutionary. Post-victory, yes. Yes, Amazing. we didn't even have to wait to get to Twitter for it. Right. So I, I talked about this last week, um, and you know, it, it, always, it always gets people very upset when you mention the concept that women should be paid the same that men get paid for doing the exact same job. I know it's very upsetting. So I'm sorry that I didn't give you a warning, like a spoiler alert. That's what I was going to be talking about here because I I get it. It's very triggering. It's, it's, it's terrifying. Actually, I, I I truly don't, I don't understand it, but um, I'm going to, I'm going to try and break it down to very small terms so that it can be understandable. At this point, it's no longer a conversation of if it should happen. It's how to make it happen. Mm. It's, past the point of obnoxious. And it's not even about the the winning, right? Because I don't even want to focus on the winning part of it because it really shouldn't matter. Because what if the women yeah. go through a, a decade of, of doing what the men have been doing for Ooh. several decades? What if? Or since, you know, the existence of the team. But the point is, that shouldn't be the measuring of it. But what? since everyone wants to push back, we will mention that the women have won four World Cups and that the men have never even made it to a finals. Like, yeah. if we're just going to talk about Ooh. that. That being said, the women are not just not making equal pay. And nobody's asking for more, okay, just equal. All right, we're just going right. to start with equal. Because, I mean, God forbid that the women were making more than the men while the men were winning four World Cups. I mean, oh I mean what? It would be riots. I, oh. It would be riots my, my in the street. Yeah, of course you can't. Could, can't. The concept of it is er- er- erroneous. The women's base salary is 72000 The men's base salary is 100000 Why? The women's maximum bonus is $1,350 per game. Men's maximum bonus, $12,625 a game. 
a little slight disparity mm-hmm. there. And of course, the biggest number that gets thrown out there is that the U.S. soccer uh, awarded the men's team a $5.375 million performance bonus for losing in the round of 16 in the 2014 World Cup. And the women got $1 million for winning the 2015 World Cup. So $5.375 million for losing in the round of 16. The women, $1.725 million for winning the whole the whole, whole World Cup. Kicking the, the whole thing. So the, the pushback's always, uh, wow, you know, they're winning, but, you know, they don't make us, they don't do the revenues. Not, <laughs> revenue's not the same. Well, Nike has sold the most soccer jerseys ever mm. in their history this year. Which Talk soccer jersey is it? The women's home jersey. The ratings. Oh, that they don't get the same. Not as many people watch women's soccer as as the men's soccer. Well, that's not true. The 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 rating was uh, 14 million compared to the men's final uh, last year, 11.4 million. That's 22 percent more. Well, uh, the men. It wasn't our team. Our team would have more numbers. We never know because they never make the finals. So we'll ne- there, yeah. we may never know. Yeah. We may never know. All we have to go on is facts. Which is what you want. The facts are. We may never know if what you're saying is true. We have to put that up in the fantasy world column because we can't mm. measure that. But we can actually measure how many people watch the men's final and a whole lot more watch the women's final. So all that said, there's literally no more argument for why the women's team, the national team, not the WNBA, which is a private enterprise. Right. That's not what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. The national team that represents the country of the United States America. that we live in, those women should be paid equally as the men's team that represents the country of the United States that we live in. And at this point, if you disagree you just don't like the idea of women and or you don't like the idea of women playing sports. Or women getting paid sorry equally. sorry that I have to break that to you. But that's just something you need to like wash over you. And maybe you don't care. Maybe you're just like, yeah, I don't like women. Oh, please say that so we know who you are. Yes. Or I, you know what? I don't. I don't like women playing sports. Please say that also so we don't know who you, we, yes. we know exactly who you Point are. Out. I prefer you know you just say who you are so mm-hmm. we can. Discern, right? Like, don't do the pretending thing. Because the reality is, I just gave you all facts, okay? They're very important facts. They're the ones you asked for. And the proof's in the pudding. Like, they need to be paid equally. It's absurd at this point. It's not the WNBA asking to be paid James Harden contracts, which, by the way, WNBA is not asking for that either. They're just asking for fair pay based off of the revenue that WNBA gets from, I don't know, TV deals. Mm -hmm. They're not asking for that. It's just equal. Not more. No. Just, just the same for for doing the same thing. I think if we actually, if more people actually cared about coming up with a solution for this, it would be pretty easy. I got one. Uh, Nike writes a check well, for it the difference. It doesn't. I mean, sure, but there also needs to be a system put in place. Like, it's not about. Yeah. You know reparations for what's been lost. Yeah, it's like but, moving forward, change the system so men and equal men and women are paid equally for the same job. It's absurd that they're still arguing about it. It's not even absurd. It's just, it's just you just don't like women. Like that's all there is to it. And, and you might not like that I'm saying that, but it's just the truth. Just accept it. It's what it is. I've given you facts. There's nothing else to argue. With. And, and if you say that it can't be done anywhere, well, tennis does it. Men and women play tennis. There's 
incredible superstars. Yeah. Maybe you've heard of Serena Williams in your lifetime. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Um, there's been equal prize money in all four Grand Slams, the Australian Open, U.S. Open, French Open, and Wim- Wimbledon since 2007. Mm. That's a long time ago. Um, the Australian Open winners, Roger Federer and Caroline Wozniacki, both won $4 million. Did you even know that? Did you even know that that happens? No. It's not that big of a deal because they both play tennis and both people like both both people do the same thing. They both won. They both they both won, so they just get paid the same, and it's, it's really not that dramatic. And everyone so, somehow is amazing. Tennis is still existing as a sport. They haven't gone bankrupt, so I think it's possible, right? Like it's a thing that can happen. Yes. It can be done. Right. If if you are against it at this point, like I said, I can't say enough. You, you just you just don't want it for whatever reason. Like the only difference between what the women are doing and what the men are doing is the women were born with different parts than the men. Yeah. Oh, and they also win everything. <laughs> it's time for High Key Loki. High Key Loki. Okay, that was interesting. Um, so, High Key, Zion is already a megastar. And Loki, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm, I'm getting a little nervous. I'm not going to mm. lie. I'm getting nervous. I'm getting Early nervous. in the game. I'm getting very nervous. I'm getting nervous. So, Zion had a, a very... Dramatic nine-minute debut in yes. summer league, um, which you know I'm very ha- I'm 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 excited that summer league is a thing now because for most yeah. of my career covering summer league was not something that anyone ever even thought about, and now because no. of the explosion of interest in the NBA and just the the viral nature of these kids coming out of college it, it's it's absolutely a thing and it, it, I feel like it kind of really exploded with Lonzo a few years ago I was about to say Lonzo when um, he won MVP and everybody's like I didn't know they gave out MVPs for the summer league everybody started paying attention yeah they did though <laughs> uh, what was the highest rated NBA summer league game ever it was like standing room only the mm. place was crazy uh, the the convention and the uh, was completely sold out days in advance, which is crazy that for the first time that's ever happened. There's 17, over 17,000 fans in the arena, a thousand media credentials. I mean, that's just, that's Dang. absurd. That's, yeah. uh, it, it may just be like a bunch of numbers, but for a summer league game, that is insane. And then obviously he bumped knees and now he's out for the rest of it. And then um, as Arash mentioned, there was an earthquake and they rightly ended the game because, you know, the, the last thing you need is the scoreboard falling down in the middle of the yeah. arena. That's not worth it for a summer league game or mm-hmm. any game for that matter, but just fine. It's, yeah. it's an appropriate reaction. Right. The point is, <sighs> I just, I don't like that it's an injury that, you know, I just don't like it. I I feel like there's so much pressure on Zion. Like he's our, he's the very first viral NBA star. He is the first product of the the internet's viral nature. Like the the internet made Zion. We we knew about him years ago when he was but a baby. He had to deliver. Doing monster dunks as a child. Mm -hmm. He he has delivered Mm -hmm. this far, but because of that, as we know, there then comes a little bit more responsibility and expectations. Mm -hmm. And I'm not in any way saying that he's not going to be a superstar or live up to it. But what I am saying is I think that we just need to temper the expectations just a wee bit and keep in mind that the NBA season is much longer than the college season. Right. And he doesn't have his man body yet, mm-hmm. which may sound insane because he, he looks, looks like, like it. Yeah. But 
there you mature like he's he's still incredibly young and he he needs to change his body a little bit he's gonna be working with nba level nutritionists and trainers and like all that stuff just i don't think he's going to be at the level that the expectations have him this year or even next year i think in his third year is going to be the superstar that we that a lot of people are expecting now and it's because he's so magnetic like he just pops off the screen and he i mean this is like what is this this is and this is and insane. This isn't even LeBron level attention because you didn't have the viral nature of the internet when LeBron came out. Think about it. LeBron's going into his 17 no, years. It was 17 years ago. All these social that's media a, that's a long time ago. Like technology exist. has advanced quite a bit. I'm yes. pretty sure we were all still on like I mean, was it even Sidekicks yet? We were Side definitely kicks. on MySpace. Sidekicks, yes. Sidekicks, uh, uh, sidekicks. Side the point yeah. is, um, it was a long time ago, and there's lots of new. There's so many more uh, news outlets mm-hmm. because of the internet now, and it's just a different level with Zion. No, so you, you, I, I, I don't want us to get the crazy expectations that are coming with a thousand media credentials being issued. Well, you are right. He is the viral superstar in the NBA, our very first one. But the problem with that is viral is short-lived and fleeting and flash in the pan, if you will. So he's got to get into the lab, continue to do what he's doing. Because he didn't do what he did at Duke if he wasn't a hard worker no, off no, the and floor. He, like, will. he works when we're not watching it, him. It, the NBA is a step up, and we shouldn't yeah. take that for granted. Like yeah. He's not going to be playing against kids in college. It is the NBA. Not some and of the kids people, either. And guys in the NBA are going to be coming for him because yes. – they, they like vets can't stand when people put rookies on pedestals yeah. like that. Like it's not that they're hating on them, right. but they just want to remind everybody, like, yo, we've been here. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm that dude. Well, people were acting like they were excited about Kevin Knox last summer league, and to see Zion literally take the ball from him oh, that was and then so dunk it. It was, just, it, was, it, was, oh. it was so disrespectful. Like oh. Zion first <laughs> points were as a dunk. Like, he's just like... I mean, that young man has a family. <laughs> Shouts out. Yes. Yeah, All right. Next. Uh, high key, I hate hot dogs. And low key, I don't know why anyone would eat them. <laughs> like, ever. So, ESPN just released so a to, new though. 30 for 30. It's so easy to not eat them. The good, the bad, the hungry. It should just be called the worst food of all time. And uh, so it details the rise and controversial fall of Kobayashi, whose reign was cut short by losses to Joey Chestnut. I saw the True Life. I'm a competitive eater. Yes, and yes. Kobe, I believe it was Kobayashi that was on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know that they eat, they eat lettuce? Competitive yes. eaters eat lettuce to expand your stomach. So all this time, water. you people have been lying to me, telling me that salads actually make well, you skinnier. The more lettuce I eat, the hungrier I get. That's why I always eat a salad and I need to eat again in like an hour. Liars. It's carbs well, that I need to be eating. Anyway, the point is, I hate hot dogs. And I don't know why this was made, because I just, I don't understand. I, I, why would you watch a human being stuff watered down hot I can't even, I, I honestly can't talk about it. It's so disgusting. It's why a, it's do, you a eat, why do you eat hot dogs? Why? It's a holiday. What is appetizing about it? It's meat poop. Well, I mean, you know when you start on hot dogs. It's, it's literally meat poop. It's a log of meat poo. Okay. It's like, all the leftover unnecessary things that that normally you eat when you eat meat, except for there's nowhere else to put them, so we've stuffed them in this shell of meat poo. Oh, uh, listen, I'm 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 anti- And that's why you have to charcoal grill it to the point that it looks like this pen. <laughs> that's the only way it's edible. You know listen, what I'm trying to say is what I'm trying to say is 
We eat bad stuff for us, each other all the time. Like we eat bad stuff all the time. I'm trying to say we need to start eating clean, less meat. I'm, I'm, put, I'm. No, the rest of the summer, I'm not I'm eating not meat. Good I'm not good for you. I'm just like and, whatever. Enjoy yourself. And sausage is not a hot dog. Don't at me. Sausage is. is an artisanal collection it's, of spices and different meat cuts. At the very least, it's any a first cousin butcher, of a hot dog. Any butcher. First cousin. Uh, it's the elite cousin that got all of the money from grandma. Then okay. It's a trust fund cousin, and yeah. you you are not okay. That's the difference. Go okay. to a butcher; they will they take pride in like the meat choices and blends that they put into sausage. Sausage is not a hot dog. Don't let the shape confuse you. And people boil these hot dogs, and the film on top of the water. It's disturbing. Hot dog water is gross smelling. Hot dog water, also, don't boil them. Isn't her shirt do like people. Nathan's hot dogs? Like no, it's font. average Joe's from. It, it's like it ball. literally could be a hot Nothing, dog. Just because it's cursive and has a line in it, 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 it literally could be. It really could be. That doesn't prove her wrong, so I'm not going to agree with it. Ketchup relatable. and mustard colors. Oh, yes, you know what else you can put ketchup and mustard on? A million other things, starting with hamburgers, which are not hot dogs. All I'm saying is, I don't believe in hot dogs as a concept, and I I stand by that. And the reason for this just so you know is because my brother Shaw Jason Taylor made me watch a hot dog eating documentary not eating a hot dog making documentary uh, when I was a child and I've forever been traumatized since and my lack of eating hot dogs over all these years has caused me to have a traumatic response to them does he eat hot dogs? Um, I'm sure he does because he doesn't he, um, yeah I'm sure he does um, alright finally high key we have uh, new jerseys to buy this year Ooh. and low key I'm here for it so KD has changed from 35 to number 7 mhm he hasn't given an explanation other than like 35 was just a different part of his life. So he somebody explained, he cared about. Or yeah, he like explained that. why he's changing jerseys, but he hasn't explained why seven why is important seven. to him. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. Another chapter. And I, I mean, seven is seven is considered uh, to be the perfect number. Yes, yes. So we know he's a very philosophical guy. So that's, Yahweh made the world in seven days. That's maybe, that's my... Um, yeah, that's that's my guess. Mm -hmm. uh, some people are saying Kaepernick. Um, oh boy, that's fun. Um, <laughs> so that's a possibility too. There's no real answer yet. Maybe we will. Maybe it's just a number he just likes. I think he when Kobe chose 24, I thought he was trying to do one over Jordan. Right. Okay. That, that seemed like a clear number switch. I think I think Kevin Durant realizes he can't overtake Jordan, but maybe he can be seen as better as LeBron. LeBron is number six now, one over six, uh, math, uh, seven, you feel me? You ever seen the movie Number 23 with uh, Jim Carrey? Mm-mm. Oh, that's a weird one. But anyways, that's just not important. But yes, I think he's just trying to be one up over LeBron by choosing the number seven. That's interesting Because he's, he's petty. Uh, he's he, is, he is petty. He is petty. He's not yeah. a snake. He's and also that number looks like a snake. I think that might be why. He's like embracing the, the, the easy money that's snake. That's an incredible deep dive, but... I, maybe he'll tell us this season why he picked seven, but that's that's my thoughts. And then obviously LeBron, as you mentioned, is going back to number six yes. and giving AD 23, yes. which I love because, um, I mean, first of all, he won his most important championships wearing number six. And oh also uh, it was at the height of his career and his prime. And Jeez. I just think it's I like when I think of 23, I think of Michael Jordan. And it always bothered me that LeBron wore 23. Like, first of all, he said he didn't wear 23 because... It was an ode to Jordan. But then he started wearing 23, so it's like, do you know? Do you no longer think that Jordan is only with 23? And then it's like, I, I'm never going to think of LeBron as 23, ever. No matter what happens, no matter what LeBron accomplishes in his life, he's never going to be 23. So, like, six is the more appropriate number. Like, beast, you, you're too high of a level of athlete to to wear 23. Like, that's been taken. Okay, I, I you like You know what I mean? Take. So, like, I like him in yeah. six anyway. 
Loser power, power rankings. Loser power, power rankings. Okay. As I mentioned at the beginning of the show, I don't believe in violence. <laughs> but. As an answer to. As, as an a, answer. I, look, to solve a problem. I fi- my official statement is I don't believe in violence. Okay. That said, there's there's this thing going on because people are bored. And true. then they watch too many things on the internet <clears throat> where true. they're going out and licking ice cream and putting it back in, in, in where they found it mm-hmm. and then leaving. Um, and then a, a bunch of people are like copying it now. I believe the person that started this went to jail where they should be. Yeah. Yeah. So she, she was caught. It, yeah, it, it was, was like a, there was like a manhunt for her in a very small town of uh, Lufkin, Texas. Yeah, they should. They found her as they should, and she's now in jail where she should be because it's it's illegal, um, and also very stupid. Anyway, so it's Bluebell ice cream, which is unfortunate for people that eat Bluebell. Yes. Best ice cream ever. Texas. Okay, well, Shout so out. you know my position on ice cream. Like I I go get ice cream when I want to eat ice cream. Like if I'm like hot, like I think I'm I'm thinking up for some ice cream. I go get the ice cream. I don't have I I have ice cream in my freezer right now that 100% has freezer bite on it because <laughs> it's not something it's I, burn. I, I don't go and like eat ice cream in my house. I, okay. I respect the fact that okay. there's a whole ice cream industry of people that buy ice cream and keep it in the house. So so when, you, so when they sell it at the grocery store, at Ralph's, you said, you shout out to Ralph's, uh, you, at the grocery store, you think that people buy it just like, or people should buy it for events? And not no, no, like, I understand that people eat ice cream, okay? <laughs> I'm just saying I am a person that goes to the ice cream shop and buys the ice cream, right, okay? Right. Uh, well, I don't know what that makes me, but, like, that's what I do. So this doesn't apply to you me. You don't agree with having ice cream in the house. I No, if that's what you want to do and how you want to live your life, <laughs> do that. I'm just saying I have ice cream because Earl wanted ice cream with his cake. So I literally went to store for that purpose <laughs> okay. and got the ice cream. Right. Okay, but, like. I just go to the ice cream shop. Anyway, so I'm not worried about this happening to me because I don't eat ice cream to begin with. Right. So this is, I'm not, From the glass I'm not door. You don't do the glass ice cream. You open the glass the window in the, the door. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, when mm-hmm. I was a child, I ate ice cream at home. So anyway, the point is, overall, <laughs> the only reason something someone would feel compelled mm-hmm. okay, to go do something this erroneous right. is that hands have not been put on them before. It's the only and, concept that I have. Like When I see yeah. things like this, I'm like, oh, my mother... <laughs> would do uh, horrible things if she found out that I was going to the grocery store licking the ice cream, replacing it back into... I mean... Not even leaving a review. I can't even... I don't want to imagine my fate, right? So I don't... Yeah, like... I keep thinking of that. Like, I just just picture my mother's hand, like, swooping from the side, (laughs) like, from the other aisle, like, Stretch Armstrong, just knocking life out of me. right. For the thought, I yeah. wouldn't get past the thought in my head to do it. I wouldn't even actually be able yeah. to perform the action because my mom, spidey sense, would go off that I was right. having a bad mm-hmm. idea and smack me before I did the thing she that would then require my the immediate death. Right. Right. Yeah. So, like, how does that's my only that's my only thought. Like, when people do like yell thing inappropriate things at games to athletes that are three times their size. You clearly have never had anything of the sort happen right. to you because you would know it's available that that person who has there is no this is this invisible bubble yeah. that people live in like where where there's no touching like yeah. you don't want those problems you can what is stopping someone from seeing this girl going around the store licking ice cream and just losing their mind I, I'm telling you if it's not a fear it's not a fear. <laughs> That she had. It's, no, she, oh, no, she went no, there no, with no. no fear no, 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 of no. anything happening to her. No. Like, that is the only thing I can think of. What is, why would you, 
I'm trying to think what's the, something I can do that's, that's not as bad. Maybe like take sips of pickle jars and put it back. <gasps> pickle juice. Drink some pickle juice, put it back. Oh. That don't affect the pickles. Right? Oh. You don't think so? I just that's bought two than jars cream. of pickle juice yesterday. Oh, so now you, so you bought pickles. I'm still going to eat that. <laughs> Um, all right, next on Loser Power Rankings, Ashley hates pickles, so that's... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. thank you. I'm glad. Yeah, good. She, you got, she got her hot dogs, you get your pickles. I mean, pickle, pickles are so salty and delicious. I don't know Just why. Uh, I, Just I, I, I eat pickles, pickles and cheese I eat every single day. Yes, always. It's, a, it's part of my pyramid. No fast food my restaurant food, puts enough pickles. My food pyramid is like... My the, eyes are watering. The bottom level, like, stuff you're supposed to eat the most of is, so like, much. pickles and cheese. Yeah, how could you not like pickles? What is that? Pickles, cheese, uh, rose. Do you come, so, pickles? anyway, the... Next on the loser power rankings is Westbrook haters. Okay, so Westbrook is allegedly in talks with the Thunder about mm-hmm. getting traded. He doesn't want to be there anymore. They're pretty much in the middle of a rebuild. It's they open got 10,000 picks for Paul George. And also Paul George is not there anymore. Mm-hmm. That said, I, I'm i off this like hating Westbrook bandwagon thing. Like, I, I first of all, I've never been on it. I love Westbrook. Right, yes. I, he's He's... Pretty much my favorite player in the NBA. You said it for a while. Um, he's super fun to watch. He's a superstar. He's dynamic. He's debatable. He p- plays relentlessly. Like he's the closest thing to the the energy that that Jordan has. And uh, like Kawhi has gone to that level, except for Kawhi doesn't have the swag right, no. that Jordan has. Personality. So like he's just overall he's really fun. He's kind of comparable. Um, we talked about it a little bit on the hurt today. He's kind of comparable in a lot of ways to Cam Newton. Ooh, yeah. Like just like there's a lot of parallels there. The fight, the fights, with, the fights with the media. Yeah. He he went to a Super Bowl. He won an MVP. Went to an NBA Finals. Unique he won a league type. MVP. Like yeah. yes, there's a lot of the fashion. Like there's mm-hmm. a lot of similarities there. Yes. Um. The this the intensity that he plays with. Yeah. Right. Athleticism. Okay, I digress. The point is. People push back on on Westbrook because they say he's hard to play with. Even Kevin Durant's. Brand manager Randy Williams commented on some Bleacher Report post on Instagram and said nobody wants to play with him. Everyone blames everyone else, but um, except him, that's not true. Um, when it comes to Thunder losing, people have bad mix basketball mixed up with loyalty. First of all, there's no debate that he's been loyal. Like he he true. has been loyal, and he's reached his point where he doesn't need to be loyal anymore. Mm-hmm. But that said, can the Thunder front office get take any smoke here? It's not all Westbrook's fault. They just got him Paul George, and now Paul George is gone. Mm -hmm. They valued Serge Ibaka over James Harden. No diss to Serge Ibaka was huge for the Raptors this year, but I'm taking James Harden in that spot. Mm -hmm. They had Durant, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook as babies on that team, and they didn't keep that together. Yeah, that's on them. I mean, at one point or another, you got to kind of point the finger somewhere else. Yeah. What else is Westbrook supposed to do? Of course he plays that way. He ha- he feels like he has to. Why they, wouldn't he play that way? They rolled. The, they laid out to make sure that he won a triple-double these last two seasons. Like, the organization let him do that, though. You know what I'm saying? They let him do that, but also, what's the other option? Yeah. Like, they have made bad front office decisions. Yes, bad contract. And if Westbrook's no longer there, we're going to see what, what the real the real deal is with that front office because they're going to have 10,000 picks to make some moves with. Mm-hmm. What are you going to put together? I don't I don't buy it. Like I, I think what I really hope for Westbrook is that a trade is made and he goes somewhere and by some sort of basketball god fate, he actually ends up winning a championship because Ooh. it will change the narrative of his whole career tremendously. Even if he wins just one, yeah. it's going to change all of it because right now he has that 
Charles Barkley-esque kind of career mm-hmm. pattern. And I, I just don't think it's fair. Like, I think that even him, even if he was in the Rockets. Yeah, no, I, something that always sticks with me is after he won his MVP, Jordan, because he's obviously a Jordan brand guy, wrote him a letter and said, I won my first MVP before I won my first championship. And I was like, dang, like, is Westbrook really, like, going to win a championship? I mean, I hope so. But it's there's there's not that much time left for that to happen. No, 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 but I'm no, not no, saying no. he's at the end of his career. He's like, like, he's like a thousand games. Like, he, yeah. he's But he's just had to play at such a high level, like, with high intensity. And that's also part of his game, but also because I feel like he's had to. So yeah. I think that there is more blame to go around than is being given. It's not all on Westbrook. So that's just, that's, I'm off that this week. Um, and for a while longer. And lastly, uh, Pod Tom has resurfaced. Back. If you don't know what Pod Tom is, uh, there's two Tom Brady's, and they're very easy to spot. One is regular Tom Brady. You could, uh, you might have seen him in that uh, dramatic comeback in the Super Bowl against the uh, Atlanta Falcons. Um, that was real Tom Brady. Pod Tom, you might have seen at the Met Gala. Yes. Rather orangey colored. Yes. Very glossy. That was uh, Vaseline yes. on his face. Uh, yeah. oh. For show, yes. For yes. show, nice Handler had the whole, not the mini one, okay, for the for the track meets, okay, but the whole thing of Vaseline, okay, because there was a glowy shine thing. I mean, the pod, the pod, Tom has to remain moisturized. Yes, yes, okay. this is part of it. Right. So, uh, anyway, Pod Tom posted a photo with the. The infinity gauntlet with the hand with the stones, the weapon with the, the thing. stones. You know yeah. what we talking about? Um, and it's just he did not spend three hours. Wa- Real Tom Brady did not spend three hours watching any Marvel film. Okay, no. no. Tom Brady does not have time for movies. He's made no. it very clear he watches film. <laughs> Okay, and then that's it. All right, I, yes. I I don't believe that he spent three hours watching a superhero movie. I feel like he gets like he's got a good team clearly that works with him. I feel like they spark notes like everything for him. Just like okay, this is this I person. I mean, that's good. And this is a reference like to this. That's this yes. Is, you, you know just what I mean? so he can go through like yeah. knowing what the yeah, rest of the world is talking about for right. the most part. Right. right, but so that's Pod Tom. Real Tom was at yes. UCLA throwing passes to Rob Gronkowski, which got everyone talking about like you know is Gronk coming back, whatever. He's not. Um, Baron Davis was actually out there running around catching stuff uh, yeah, too. I saw that. Um, so maybe Baron is is gonna. I'm, I'm here for Make an appearance with the Patriots. Baron um, Davis playing in the NFL. Yeah, shout out Baron. But yeah, that's that's what's happening. So just keep an eye out. Yeah, you know, just know the listen, difference. I respect it. I actually out. think it's a great idea. I would love to have a Pod Joy. Now, Pod Joy mm. would be very easy to spot because there's no way that I would ever pro- like program Pod yeah, Joy that? to make like actual statements on Real Joy's behalf. Yeah. So it would be. I think it would have to probably be like 6 a.m. version. Of joy, where I just don't yeah, say, say I what? don't say words. Yeah, what part? I just kind of make grunty sounds at people. <laughs> they know what I'm talking about. But imagine if you just had a pod person, you could just send outside so you can do whatever you want. Well, yeah, but what would you send your pod? What would pod joy do in well, your she stead? Could never work. Oh, okay, so, yeah. that, so, so just pod joy just stay at the house like a security guard. Um, I don't know just what like I would just call it for. <laughs> just claim to be home so I could get my Amazon packages. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but all I'm saying is Pod Tom is Pod Tom is back out. He's out. He's out. Yeah, out here. All right, what's the Migos culture report this week? Holly Bailey is set to star as Ariel in the upcoming live-action reboot yes. of Disney's Little Mermaid. If you don't know who Holly Bailey is, she is one it's half of the It's not Halle Berry. No, it's not. And I, was, I saw that and I was like, okay, they're doing that. But yeah. Halle Berry. No, I, I, was, I was like, oh, Halle Berry, that's good. No. Because she looked good. She was in John Wick. Three. Um, one half of the Grammy-nominated singing group, Chloe and Holly, 
who gained internet fame on YouTube before Queen Yance signed him to the Singing Sisters to her record label Parkland. Once it was announced the newest Ariel would be portrayed by a black woman, real life trolls took to Twitter where they were uh, where they were so annoying with their anti-black Ariel takes that the real person who played Ariel back in the day came out and was like, y'all need to chill. She, she, she's had her official statement. We love playing casting director with these up-and-coming films, so let's cast the rest of Disney's Little Mermaid. Reboot. Okay. Well, first of all, I saw my favorite meme of all time, which is uh, basically Beyonce saying, like, yes, I'll be in Lion King, but here's my suggestions for the rest of y'all little movies. And yes, that's, that's exactly what, how this went yes. down, and respect, because yes. I feel you need to put your people on. That's what um, she's doing. And that's she's what doing. she's doing. So mm-hmm. I love this casting. First of all, before we're moving forward, yes. if you have a problem with the color of a mermaid, uh, you are a racist. It's international water. There's no confusion about what I just said. There's no need to elaborate. Well, fine, we'll do it. A mermaid is a fictional character. If you believe in mermaids, then there's a space for you over Mm -hmm. on the other side, and it's not next to the people that believe in aliens and you know stuff that really happens. Like there's actually not mermaids. It's not a thing. So stop. You're just racist. Moving forward, um, so love this casting. And she's also an amazing singer, yes, by the way, too, yes. which is necessary for this film. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to cast the rest of it. Um, I only have suggestions for Prince Eric, uh, Ursula, and Triton. Let's do this. Um, but Triton needs to be played by Winston Duke. I I was going to go Idris Elba. Okay, so Idris Elba is is a good cho- I would be perfectly happy with the right. choice of Idris Elba. And I think Idris Elba can sing. I don't know. Oh, he can yes. sing, yeah. Yeah. I could sing it or Shaq, but that probably wouldn't work for the singing. Shaq would be interesting. What Shaq just Shaq on the water line? Shaq would be interesting. Ariel. That it, but like could you take it seriously because he's so funny. I, okay, Winston Winston Duke is my choice. I don't know if Winston can sing or not though, but he he looks the part. Yes, he like, does. Like Triton is like I don't know, I don't know how to explain Triton, yeah, but like, like he's a, more than just like King of the Ocean, right? Right? Like he has a sensitive side I've for seen, his baby girl. Yes, so, I've seen online it's the ultimate zaddy. He yes, that's what they said. Yes, he's the ultimate zaddy. Yes, we're not yes. going to get into weirdness of cartoons, okay? Because no, it's a whole other conversation mm-hmm. we've already had and decided to axe it. Yeah. Um, but it's important. So anyway, the, <laughs> I mean, Little Mermaid is of all Disney movies, like it's like Lion King. Pocahontas because it was the first Disney princess that looked like me, and then Little Mermaid. Yeah, like no, I, yeah. I can sing every song in Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid was the first thing that got the princess ball rolling back in 1989. So like it, it makes sense. It, it was an important film. Yeah. Um. So I'm very excited about about this. Anyway, all right. So Ursula has also already been cast by Melissa McCarthy, which yes. is my boo. I love I like Melissa. That. Yeah, it's fun. She's good. Um. People were really upset about that because they also feel like Ursula is a black woman when in fact Ursula is a sea witch who's purple. Who's purple? Yeah. Um, With tentacles and stuff. So, so yeah. But Titus Burgess is my choice for. Ursula. I mean, I didn't. I don't. From Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yes. I didn't watch that show, but I see him on all the. When don't you know when you can't turn it off quick enough and you get the whole yeah. the whole preview? He looks funny. Yeah, I like him as Ursula. Uh, I love Ursula. She's one of my favorite characters in all of cinematic history. I went as. Powerful. Um, as Ursula for Halloween. It's my greatest costume of all time. I'll see if I can find a picture of it, you but it's to. wonderful. It even had, um, the dress even had like strings on it so I could move Ooh, uh, my tentacles. Next oh, level. I was queen. Okay, I had I had the, the little mini uh, uh, tridents and, she's a diva. and the crown. Um, 
Yeah, she, she's amazing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I'm sure Melissa will kill it because she's incredible. Right. But uh, Prince Eric, uh, this is where it gets tricky because she's very young. So it needs to be age appropriate who mm-hmm. the love interest is. Because like there's a lot of names out. being thrown out there. Okay, so who is your suggestion for Prince Eric? So I was thinking Michael B. Jordan, but then you got me on the age things, so, and he's 32, so I don't really want that type of... Yeah, that's of, my you know age. That's too old. I'm not going to portray, portray that. But Jarrell Jerome, the one who was Corey Wise and When They See Us, and he was in Moonlight mm. as the as the, uh, the the friend who kind of won the beach with... He's he's 21. He's a great actor. No, 21 is, a, 21 is an interesting... You so, know what I'm saying? So, the, a, so my suggestion, my, my pick would be um, Alfred Enoch, and but he's thirty, but he looks young. So you know, like it kind of oh, fits. Oh, Alfred, yeah, yeah from, you know uh, what I mean? How to get away with murder? Yeah, I like him. So and he now, like, he looks young. Now he can... Sean Mendez is also a very good pick, and we know he can sing, yes. and he's twenty. Yeah. And then also uh, Diego Tinoco is twenty one as well. Who does and Diego? Oh yeah, he's from um, what is it around my block or something on my block or something? Um, show I've seen it on uh, seen Netflix. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, so there's there's some. I'm interested to see who is cast for Prince Eric, but there's some good suggestions out yeah. there. Yeah, I was th- so I was thinking for Ursula. I think I'd probably like. Angela Bassett because she just looked kind of when she when she's a bad person she's bad and also Carrie Washington who when she looks crazy and she got them eyes going she does have the good crazy she, eyes but Ursula she shows her teeth Ursula you know she's a big lady yeah you know what I mean yeah. that's part of her persona yeah she's like a diva and she's very yeah like I don't I mean Angela Bassett's queen obviously yeah, yeah. Um, and so is Carrie but I don't no that's not I wouldn't okay. go with that there I think Melissa try, is try a more and, appropriate casting so, for there but the other characters important Sebastian Flounder and then the seagull like those are all just like people that talk the animals that talk around so those are our voices I said Sebastian well for one Flounder that little fish he's kind of funny little real you know what I'm saying? Possibly. Oh. The Seagull flying Tracy Morgan. I think that would be interesting to hear Seagull's and Tracy Morgan's voice. I like both you know those. what I'm saying? And Sebastian had a Jamaican accent, so he already was spoke differently. So I think James Corden. Just go ahead, put give James Corden another job, speaking his language, just saying the lines, and just yeah, you sound he weird. He speaks English. I know, but he sounds he speaks the Queen's English. <laughs> so I'm a little twinge. All right. Well that's that's good. Also, Mulan is coming out soon. The, the trailer came out yes. for Mulan, which I'm very excited about. But we're not gonna have Mushu. No Mushu. No Mushu. It's gonna be so, a different kind of Mulan. No watchy for me. No, how dare you? I watch. I watch. All right. Thanks for joining us this week. Thank you to Arash Markazi hey. of the LA Times for joining us as well. Make mm-hmm. sure you follow us on our pages at Maybe I'm Crazy Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. All that. All that. And all subscribe that. on YouTube mm-hmm. at Maybe I'm Crazy Podcast. Uh, Newman Show 99 on social. Joy Taylor Talks. We are on the iHeartMedia app. We are on SoundCloud. We are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So check us out there. Share uh, with your friends. And we'll catch you. We'll catch Brandon on Fridays. Yes. for the uh, updates with Brandon Newsman. Holla, holla. Um, whatever we missed this week. And uh, we'll catch you next week. Bye. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm not. Oh!